How was your ass? That was it. This was the first question. Come round with us. I stared at Senso. He slightly stirred in his sleep, and when he fully opened his eyes, he met with Senso's closest face in a stupid question. Really? The blonde spoke sarcastically. That's our pillow talk? I have to take priorities first, the other simply responded. You're well being a what's the matter right now. So tell me, is your ass okay? Can I get you some painkillers, make some tea or anything you like? Kamara regretted him and rolled his eyes, his chin resting on the palm of his hand. Considering you pounded me like a nail last night, I'd like to, to get some more sleep. Even though the offer only wrote one specific sex team between us, we went for a couple of more rounds, and my body wasn't used to that at all. Sense of point. What? Nothing. The blonde mumbled and turned his body around, covering his body with the blanket that covered his aching lower body. Just let me sleep some more. Alright, princess. Since you can play with the blonde twists, and let me sleep a bit more. He was about to cuddle the blonde as he slept before he heard a knock on the door. The knock echoed across the halls, and Sensel's eyes glowed red that moment, and Kamnari's op eyes opened slightly. Who is it? He gradually asked, completely worn out. I don't know, Yoda replied honestly. I never get any visitors here, so I want you to just go. Kamnari shooed him away and get comfortable in the bed. It's not like I haven't been in danger before, so I'm good. Sensel's left eyebrow chose in annoyance as he got up from the bed. And since he already had clothes on, made his way downstairs. As he walked down the stairs, he mumbled to himself and fixed the bottom of his shirt he randomly just put on. The odor had finally reached the door and heavily reached the doorknob as he cautiously opened the door and looked inside. To a sense of surprise, he didn't see anyone. His eyes looked for any living body around the premises, but strangely he didn't see anything. He was about to close the door when he noticed something on the floor. He looked down and saw an envelope with a bright red stamp, seal, imprinted on it in some smeared red substance on his eyes. Senso reached down and grabbed it, noticing that same red stamp was also smeared on the back as well. He walked inside after closing the door with the envelope in hand. The order inspected the envelope and noticed there was no name or anything written on it, just red smears everywhere. He also noted that it felt slightly heavier than any normal envelope and found it extremely eerie. Sensei looked eerie. Sensei looked wary as he removed the seal on the envelope and skeptically took out the contents from inside it. His eyes flattened as he pulled out the contents of the spirit envelope. There were three items inside. One, a pair of orange tinted sunglasses. Two, a bright and clearly expensive hairpin. And three, a small letter. The color drained from Sensel's face as he realized just who exactly the signs belonged to. He placed the envelope and two items on the table next to him before taking the letter in his hands, slowly opening it and preparing to read the contents inside. As he read the letter, his facial expression flavored from anger to utter fear. Sensel couldn't believe a single word that came from the letter he read. The word flew put in his mind and he started feeling dizzy and nauseous, the sudden feeling of anxiety washing over him completely. His legs couldn't hold any longer, and they gave out, sending the boy's body down to the ground with a loud caress. Kamenai was woken up by the sudden loud caress. His body rose quickly, and he ran towards the direction of the sound, and from the top of the stairs, he saw Sensei on his knees while he had something in his seeking hands. 
His eyes widened, seeing the state Yoda was. His body was uncontrollably shaking, and he looked paler than before. Comrade quickly rushed to his side and got on his knees beside him. He placed his hand on his shoulder and looked at him with a worried expression. Hitoshi, are you okay? He asked, noticing the paper on his hand, but he couldn't read what was written on it. Sensa only spoke out incoherent words, and the blonde couldn't make out what he said. As soon as he was about to crush in the unstable odor, Sensa crumbled the paper and with such strength threw it to the wall, creating a dent on the poison head. The blonde stared at the dent the odor made in horror. His eyes were widened and the color drained from his face. The blonde slowly turned his head to the side and noticed the expression since the warm. Comrade had never seen the, the odor so angry before, and as he was staring at him, the blonde felt terrified. He slowly swallowed the rump in his throat, and with a shaky voice, he asked again, Josie, are you okay? Since those murderous crimson eyes quickly turned to those soft, warm, white-like eyes, Comrade loved to lose himself in. His rapidly beating heart slowly calming itself after seeing that Senso has returned to his semi-calm nature. The older turned to look at the bone next to him and sighed. Sorry. Cameron watched him and shook his head slightly. It's fine. Are you okay? I'm fine, Senso answered. Although that was the response, Cameron knew that he wouldn't find it all. Just tell me what's wrong, Hitoshi, the one pressed. At this point, his fear and anxiety skyrocketed as he noticed Sensei's eyes turned red again. N never mind, F forget I said anything. They captured them. Th them? I'm sorry, but I don't know who's. They captured my fucking parents, Kaminari. Kaminari flinched. His body started shaking and he slowly started moving away from Sensei. Fear sewing in his eyes. Senso quickly stepped out of his angry trance and quickly turned to the frightened blonde. Fuck, I'm sorry. He apologized quickly and moved away from the second blonde. It, it, it's fine. Senso stood up and walked to the wall where the dent had been and simply stared at it. His hand clenched and he punched that same spot with such horror that there was now a much deeper dent and Conrad yelled suddenly. Fuck! Yoda cried. Blood trickling down the odor's bleeding knuckles and slid down the wall. Hitoshi, he, he what, what happened? Kamenari asked, mortified. What was in that letter? Them captured my parents and overthrew the kingdom. My kingdom! Senso kept repeatedly punching the same spot in the wall, and as he threw one last putt, punch, his hand went through the wall as he had created a hole in it. Those fucking bastards! What more are they going to take away from me before they get what they want? Kamenari watched as Senso let out all the anger still trapped inside his body. He expected for the other to continue punching the walls, despite there being a hole, but instead, Sensel started crying softly. Mon got up and ran right to him, wrapped his arms around his waist, and hugging him from behind. Sensel cried and started to talk uncontrollably, as if no one was there and he was only listening to his old words. Why can't I just die or rot in hell? They already took you away from me, and now they captured my stu- And now they captured my parents? And for what? All because of some stupid kingdom. I fucking hate this. Why did I keep doing this? Why did I keep doing this to me? I never wanted any of this. Kamenai didn't know why, but he started crying as well. Tears started streaming down his face, and were now sucking up the back of Senso's shirt. He hugged the other tightly and slowly walked back, removing Senso's hands from the wall. 
He took the yoder to the nearby couch and sat him there, wiping the tears on board with napkins. Senso kept Emlyn to himself, unaware of what the born was doing and completely lost in his own world. As he came back from his own world, he finally noticed a commentary and the bandage on his hand. His eyes stared at the bandage and the commentary. Commentary was sitting on a chair on the opposite side and nervously played with his fingers as he waited for Senso to stop talking to himself quietly. Senso sighed softly, I'm sorry. Commentary looked up and smiled awkwardly. It's fine, you don't have to apologize. I'm sorry for scaring you. He apologized again and ran his hand through his hair. It's just that this makes me so mad and I can't control my anger very well. I just hate these people and... He told me it's okay, the one raised his voice. Here are reactions. Normal. A bit over the top, but normal. Just calmly tell me what's happening. Senso got off from the couch and went over to pick up the crumbled up letter he threw, handing it over to Kaminari so he can read it. Kaminari took the letter from his hands and began reading what was written, his face darkening softly. Dear Senso Hitoshi, you may be wondering who is writing this letter. Well, I'll be the one to tell you I am the leader of them. We have taken over your kingdom and have captured your parents who now reside in the dozens of your kingdom. Now, if you want to see them and see them alive again, all you have to do is hand over your throne and title a future king and we will let your parents go. <coughs> if you don't listen to what I'm telling you, I'll find you and slit your parents' throat right in front of you so you can experience the death from more of your loved ones. Find leader of them. Hitoshi? Hitoshi. Come to me and lodge the order in front of him. But what are you going to do? Isn't it obvious? Says the growled, and his hands fall into fist. I'm going back to to the kingdom to rescue my parents and beat the shit out of that ugly ass bitch who dare lay a hand on my parents. What about your kingdom? The one said. They said they overthrew your kingdom. Don't you want to take that back as well? Yoda replied quickly and sincerely. Fuck no. Why? That kingdom has brought me nothing but pain and suffering. Look at what happened with Nino just because of that stupid throne that I don't even want at all. I could care less of what happened to it. I just don't want my parents to die. Kamari stayed silent after that and since then say anything after not hearing anything from the blonde. Silence hung around the two men who sat on opposite sides from each other. After some while, Kamari spoke again. Take me with you. Since it was taken aback. Take you? Kaminari, are you even listening to yourself? Why would I take you to where you can get hurt or worse killed? Did I stutter though? The blonde argued. I want to go with you and help you save your parents. You're crazy if you think I'm taking you, Kaminari. And you're crazy for thinking I'm not going with you. You can't come, Senso yelled, rising from his seat. I'm not risking your life at all. I lost Nito. I do not want to lose you too. I don't care, Kaminari cried. You can't go alone and risk your life either. Not after I found, finally found someone who I... The one stopped himself from saying anything and turned his head to the side. 
He coughed and continued talking. Point is, I'm not letting you go alone and risk your life like that. Zenzo couldn't hold any emotion foot in him anymore and burst into tears. I don't want them to hurt you and kill you like they did with Nito. I'm fucking in love with you, Kaminari Denki. Can't you get that for your sick skull? I can't lose someone dear to me again. At the sentence out, Kaminari paused. Kaminari turned his head straight and stared at the broken meat in front of him. His once angry expression now softened. Vaughn took a few steps closer to him and paused when he was right in front of the ogre. Taking both hands up, he Taking both his hands up, he placed one of them on each cheek, pumping Senzo's face for his hands. Senzo looked down and locked eyes with the small one in front of him. He stared at his form expression, filled with such kindness and love. Senzo, he breathed out and brought the other's head closer to his, both their foreheads touching. I don't care if they kill me. Even if I die, I'd happily do it on the arms of the man who I know loves me and cares for me all of this time. The same man who helped me with my troubles and who I know will still care for me. So let me help you just like you've done for me. A single tear slid down the other's cheek. His chest felt light and his stomach was doing somersaults. Zenzo knew he had felt this feeling before. It was just how it was with Nita. Except this time it was much more. Zenzo wasted no time in taking him in his arms. Holding him tight as if he was going to escape from his arms and leave him entirely. Commoner wrapped his arms around Sinsel's back and sank further into the endearing hug, feeling the pain that hung in the current atmosphere. I'll take you, he heard Sinsel whisper in his ear. Commoner blinked and didn't move from his position as he spoke. Y you will? Yeah, Sinsel said. We'll go to tomorrow running so we don't get caught and we can blend in better with the common folk. Kamen and I left him and nodded slowly. They parted and stared a small tender kiss before going to bed and sleep for the night. Kamen and I was sleeping peacefully. Strands of blonde hair sprawled all around the soft pillow and some on his cute but messy sleeping face. The deep velvet blanket covering his body was now on the other side of the bed. Clearly the item must have been moved by the blonde sleeping habit of moving around too much at night as he sleeps. The window to the balcony was wide open, and the sun that shone brightly this morning entered the room through the window and illuminated the dark room. A streak of sunlight brightly shone on the sleeping Kaminari's face, making him turn and toss in bed slightly. He moved his hand around to search for the spot where Senso was sleeping peacefully. His hand searched, and when he felt that there was no one but the soft blanket he tossed earlier, Kaminari's eyes saw it open. He turned his head, and his sleepy eyes noticed how Senso wasn't there anymore. He started to panic and got up from the bed, rushing to head down the stairs and look, and look everywhere on the premises for the missing odor. Everywhere he looked, Kaminari couldn't find Senso, and his anxiety had rose even more. As he walked past the living room to head to the kitchen, he noticed a small paper where the letters that had arrived yesterday morning should have been. He stopped and started walking towards the paper, sticking it in his hands and reading what was written on it. Kaminari instantly knew that it was Senso's handwriting, and this letter was left by the older for the younger. As he read the letter from beginning to end, his anger was flying inside, and after he was done, he crumpled up the paper and tossed it to who knows where angry. 
You stupid, no good liar! The blonde cursed under his breath and stumped all the way back upstairs and into Sensa's room. How dare you fucking lie to me, you imbecile! My love, I am sorry that I lied to you and left early in the morning so you would have lived with me. I was deeply moved by your words and actions last night, but as heartfelt and encouraging as you were, as they were, I couldn't risk losing the one I love. I'm sorry you'll understand, and you may think I'm being selfish, but if me keeping you locked in my house with no laid out, so you won't escape from my own benefits, then let me feed my selfishness. I truly do want to protect you, and I don't want no harm to come to you. I do hope you understand, Kaminari Denki. Don't be mad at me, Yutosi. Who the hell does he think he is? Kaminari argued for himself as he was changing his clothes. Leaving me behind just so I want to get hurt? Man, fuck that. I've already gotten hurt and physical pain means jack shit to me. Ugh, I can't believe he left me just because of that. Kaminari finished getting dressed and got a backpack and shoved a bunch of items he knew he needed for the long row. He noticed a small map on the table and opened it, revealing the location of where Senso was headed and the route to get there. You stupid dumb bits. Kaminari cursed at the man he wasn't present and smirked to himself. You're a dumbass and left the map.